This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. I was recently sitting with a couple, and the woman was complaining about the husband, and the man was complaining about his wife. Standard, classic. And the man turns to his wife, and he says to her, You remember that time, like a month ago, when we were at my parents' house, and my mother came in, and she started doing something that you didn't like, and you turned to me, and you said to me, you said, you know, I don't really like your mother so much. Remember when you said that? He's like, that was very painful, and you really, really hurt me when you said that. So the woman turns to him, she's like, I have to be honest with you, we're fighting about a bunch of things, which is understandable. This one thing... I honestly have no idea what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. I've never said the words, I don't like your mother. I've never said that to you. And in fact, she says, now, once we're on the topic, if you want to talk about your mother, we could talk about your mother. But I've never said anything bad about your mother. And the guy said, no, I'm telling you. you she walked into the room and you turned to me and you said something. I don't remember the exact words, but you said something about, about, about my mother. And the woman's like, I promise you, I never said anything. It, was, it never happened because I am so careful that no matter what that witch does, I will never say anything to you about your mother. Never. And they were having this argument back and forth and I was sitting there watching it happen and I was thinking to myself, very often, people... Say, I don't remember what you said. They just, they don't, I don't remember. I don't pay attention. I don't remember saying that. Over here, she wasn't sure what she said. Or she was sure that she did not say that. And I was like, that's a very interesting phenomenon. Where do we find such a concept in the Torah? And how can we apply that concept to marriage? There's two stories in the Torah which deal with this in a very interesting way. The first story is the famous story of Avraham and Sarah. The Malachim come to Avraham and Sarah and they say to them, you're going to have a baby. And the Pasuk, very famous Pasuk, says that Sarah laughed inside. Batishak Sarah Bekir Balemar. Sarah laughed inside and she said, Are you kidding? After I'm so old, I'm going to have a baby? My husband's also old. It's not happening. I'm an old lady. He's an old man. We're not having kids. It's just not happening. And then Hashem turns to Avraham and he says to Avraham, Why is it that Sarah laughed? So Avraham turns to Sarah and he says to her, Why is it that you laughed? Hashem told me that you laughed. Why is it that you laughed? And Sarah says, No, no, I didn't laugh. It's not true. I didn't laugh. And Avraham says to her, No, you did laugh. Like, you did, you laughed. So the Chavetz Chaim says, this is a very interesting story. She laughed. The Pasuk says that she laughed. She laughed. And then Avram says, hey, why did you laugh? And she says, no, no, me, I never laughed. Never didn't happen. He says, no, you did laugh. We're talking about, we're not talking about, like, your trustworthy friend. We're talking about sorry, Menu. Sorry, Menu says, I didn't laugh. And the Pusik says, she did laugh. We have to look into this. What is going on over here? You laughed. No, I didn't. You did. No, you didn't. It's, it, it's, it's this classic story. 
You said this about my mother. No, I didn't. I didn't. You did. What is going on over here? How do we understand this? And, and the Chavetz Chaim says that this story in and of itself, if you don't take a lesson from it, it has no place in the Torah. The Torah doesn't have a time to tell us about a Shalom Bayez fight. It must be that there's such a profound story behind the story that if you don't look into it, then it doesn't have a place in the Torah because it can't be that the Torah is simply telling us about another Shalom Bayez fight. I want to tell you another story. Other story where we see a very similar concept is by Esav. We know, and the Gemara talks about this extensively, that the person who excelled in Kibbut of Aim more than almost anyone in history was Esav. We know Esav went out of his way with Yaakov, I'm sorry, with Yitzchak. He went above and beyond. He did everything. It says that he had special clothing that he used to wear when he when he did things for his father. Special clothing. You have to remember he did this for Yitzchak who was blind. It wasn't even about Yitzchak. It was about, I am servicing my father. I am doing kibbutz of the aim. He did this on a level where some of the Tanaim and Amarayim, they said, I am great, but you think I was? I came even close to the level of Ace of Harasha? Ace of Harasha was the quintessential son in terms of doing kibbutz of the aim. Now again, there's a lot of Midrashim, there's a lot of Gemaras on this, but in a simple sense, Esav was the guy. He knew how to do Kibbut Avayim. And yet, fast forward a little bit, and we find that after Yaakov steals the brachas, what does Esav say? My father's going to die, and then I'm going to go kill Yaakov. My father's going to die, and then I'm going to go kill Yaakov. No, wait, this is a very bizarre story here. You want your father to die? You're the kid. You're the guy who knows how to serve your father. You're the kid who loves your father. You're giving him food. You're hunting for him. You're doing everything for him. You are putting on. Imagine imagine a, a, a wife turns to him and says, could you please get me a drink? And I says, sure. He runs upstairs. He puts on like a white tuxedo. And he comes over to his wife with like a plate. Here you go, honey. Here's a drink for you. You know, madame sir. You know, please take a drink if you don't mind. We would like faint. That's how Yitzchak did kibbutz of aim. Fast forward a little bit, and then he says, not a big deal if my father dies. When he dies, I'll go kill Yaakov. And Chazal say that he wanted Yitzchak to die because he wanted to kill Yaakov. So it was like a, like a hand in hand. I want my father to die so that I'm able to go get revenge on my brother. What? You're the guy. How is it possible that you feel that? In Sefer Level Yo, he says, I want to tell you a Yisoyed. The Yisoyed is a Yisoyed that changes lives, marriages, and relationships every day. He says, what you have going on in your heart is really who you are. What you have going on in your mind is not who you are. Rachmana liba boy. Hashem wants our heart. He wants to know what's in your heart of hearts. He wants to know what your true deep essence is feeling. That is what Hashem wants from us. Rachmana liba boy. And Rav Lapian has a whole memra where he says, we have to understand something. There's a tremendous difference between somebody who buys an esteric from somebody who's walking down the street and he says, hey, you want to buy an esteric? $10? Yeah, I'll buy an esteric. 
Or somebody who sits there and he goes through it and he says, I want to be Mekayim the Mitzvah with the Hidr and is this really a Hidr? I'm going to bring it to the Rav. You take things to another level because you have your heart in it. I want to do this right. And says Rav Elia that sometimes we have things which go so deep into our hearts that we don't even realize what we're doing. We don't even recognize that this was my kavana. I'll give you an example. Mincha yesterday. How much kavana did we have? Says Rav Elia, if, if you think back and you go, oh right, I, I didn't really, what did I daven for yesterday? I can't think about it. I don't, it's not conscious. It's not something which is really permeating my being. So then we probably didn't do it to the deepest level that we possibly can. However, if we take that deep, deep thought and we bring it to the forefront of our minds, then we act on it. And then when we do something, it's maximizing the effect of what we are doing. Let's go back to these two stories over here. Ace of Harasha. In mind and in action, he did everything right. In mind and in action, he served his father on a greater level than anybody in the history of mankind. In, 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 in heart and in, in, in mind and in action, Esav was the quintessential son and he had fulfilled this mitzvah to the greatest level possible. However, if you go deep into Esav's heart, he was thinking, I would rather my father die rather than serve him just so that I could get revenge on my brother. How is that possible? Because in this deepest heart of hearts, Esav is a Russia. Esav is a Reitzeach. You put on a good show, everything looks great, but in your deepest heart of hearts, that's your feeling. And Rev. Elliot takes us to a completely new level. He says, this verse in the Torah that says, that Esav felt in his heart that he wants his father to die so that he could kill his brother, Says Revelia, Esau was not aware of that feeling. He didn't know that that's what was in his heart of hearts because he had covered it over with so much action, so much facade. Hey, look, this is who I am. I'm the greatest guy when it comes to Kibbut of Aim. Look at my white tuxedo as I serve my father his meal. Says Revelia that it's very scary because you could have something in your heart of hearts that you yourself are not even aware of and we have to tap into that and that is a concept called kasher that on marriagepro.co we go into this idea very deeply because we have to understand what's really going on in my heart of hearts let's go back to Avram and Sarah Avram turns to Sarah and he says to her you laughed she says no 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 never happened didn't laugh didn't laugh and he says no you did laugh and says the Chavetz Chaim, a very similar idea to what Revelia says. He says, she laughed. Why? Because the Pasuk says, Vatishak Sara Bikirba. Laughing in your heart is laughing. Laughing in your heart is laughing because that is truly what you are feeling. And until you get down there and change that, then you're laughing. And Adam turns to Sarah and he says, I want to teach a, a lesson to you and to all future generations. And that's why we're going to put this in the Torah, says Hashem, 
We're going to put this in the Torah because you have to know that Vatishak Sara Bekirba, that when Sara is laughing inside, Loi Ki You are laughing. That is what you feel. This couple that came and they're sitting there and they're saying, the man turns to his wife and his sister, hey, you were laughing at my mother. You were making fun of her. You even told me, I don't like your mother. She's like, no, that's not true. I'm always working on, on what I say to you about your mother. I'm very careful not to say anything bad about your mother. So how, why is it that the husband thinks that she said that? Because the answer is a minute later, when she turns to her husband and she says, that witch, that witch, you know how much I hold back from saying about her? That's the answer. And I said to the woman, is it possible when you saw your mother-in-law doing something, maybe you rolled your eyes? She's like, oh, roll my eyes? I roll my eyes all the time at her. That's the answer. You're laughing. You're rolling your eyes. You're conveying to your spouse, I don't like your mother. Now, there's every mother-in-law joke out there, and we're not going to make those jokes. We're not going to go into the depths of the relationship between a mother-in-law and a daughter-in-law. Not today. But we have to understand, clear as day, Vatishak Sara Bekirba is loy kitzachakt. When we have something going on inside about our spouse, and he says something, I'll give you an example, husband saying it's Vartaira, and the wife is sitting there and she's, she's puttering around the house, she's not paying attention. She's in the kitchen, as he's saying it's Vartaira, she's coming in, she's coming out, she turns to her friend, pass me the soup, pass me the soup. That is Vatishak Sara Bekirba. It's saying, I don't care that you're saying Advar Taira. I don't, I don't, I'm not mach of you. I don't have respect for you. What do you mean I didn't say that? That's not true. It's true. Vatishak Sara Bekirba. This goes from husbands to wives, from wives to husbands, from parents to children. When your child comes over to you and he says, look at this doodle that I made in school. And he shows you some little doodle and you go, oh, that's so nice. Oh, beautiful. And you're on your phone. You're conveying to your child don't really care. I don't really care about you. We have to recognize that what we have going on inside of us is so important. And we have to try to get a strong, warm feeling towards our spouse. And when we really realize that I'm so disconnected from my own true feelings, which Esav HaRasha was, but not only Esav HaRasha, the greatest one of the greatest women of all time, Sarah Imenu. She said, no, it's not true. I never laughed. I don't know what you're talking about. It's not true. And Avram turns to her and says, Loi, ki tzachak. You laughed. That's a laugh. That's, you're not paying attention to me. That's, you're looking away when I'm saying it, Vartaira. Hey, that's, you're not, you're not tuned in to me. You don't like me. You don't like my mother. What are you talking about? Yeah, Loi, ki tzachak. It's such a powerful lesson. And if we could really internalize this and really know what we're feeling, and we could work through all of our true inner feelings and we could be in touch with ourselves. A concept called Kesher Atzmi, I really understand what's going on underneath the surface. Then we could build our relationships with ourselves and with our spouses, and yes, with our children, to a completely different level. But if we can't, then we sit there and we say, I don't know what you want from me. I didn't laugh. I didn't say that. It's not true. It is true. Like Kitzachakt. 
we were able to recognize what we need and what our spouse needs and we could give it to them, then you could really maximize your marriage and bring it to a completely different level that you never, ever imagined. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.